Welcome to the Journey to Self-Discovery podcast with Moses Bafuewa. Here, we explore life's toughest questions in a bid to become our best selves and to live purposeful and meaningful lives. Stick around. The journey starts now. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Journey to Self-Discovery podcast. In the last three episodes, we have been looking at what self-discovery really means, the importance of self-discovery, the five misconceptions relating to self-discovery, and why people fail at self-discovery. Today, we'll be moving on to the next aspect of our discussions, what you have been waiting for all this while. We'll be discussing the first step to take in discovering oneself, and I want to announce to you and inform you that the first step to discovering yourself is self-awareness. Self-awareness. So what is self-awareness? This is what you know about yourself, including your emotions and behaviors, your ability to know and understand the things that make you who you are as an individual, including your personality, actions, values, beliefs, emotions, strengths, and thoughts tells you how aware you are of yourself. It also encompasses the things you do to explore the possibilities of who you are and who you can be. Self-awareness gives you a room to think wide about yourself. This requires careful look at yourself and all that makes you who you are in order to become the best version of yourself and not the worst version. Your awareness of yourself guides your associations, your choices and decisions. It is important to understand why many are divorcing these days. It is simply because men do not take their time to understand and know each other before they marry. They get carried away by looks and shifts and sex and follow after their lustful desires which do not last only to realize they are not compatible after spending so much money to marry i get very sad when i hear couples go their separate ways after 5 10 15 and 20 years of marriage self-awareness will save your career will save your marriage, will save your relationships, and will save your very future, knowing about your very self. So now let me help you to come to the place of self-awareness. Now that I've told you that the first step to discover yourself is self-awareness, let me now help you to the steps that you take to come to the place of self-awareness. One, assess your values. The word values means different things. One meaning is the actual worth of an object or an item in monetary terms. Another meaning involves more personal aspects of worth, such as how important certain beliefs or ideas are to a person. Different things are worth more or less to different people, meaning they have more or less value. The things, ideas, beliefs and principles that are of worth to us shape our values. 
Our values help to define who we are and help determine the choices we make. A man who values family, cares for and takes care of his wife, children, and home life. A person who values health will try to have a healthy diet. Avoid behaviors that can put him or her at risk of sexually transmitted infections and avoid alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs. People who value education will try to study hard, get good grades, and pass the examinations. So how do you know what you value? I want you to take a diary right now and try to answer the following. We are on a journey to help you assess your values. How do you know what you value? One, look at the things you are for. That's the things you support and the things you're against. That is the things you do not support. Write all of them down. Two, look at the things that you have chosen on your own with no outside pressure. That is, no one forced you to choose your values. Although your family, friends, teachers, the media, traditional and religious leaders have certainly influenced you. The third thing that I want you to write down, look at the things you believe in and are willing to stand up for in front of people. When you are done writing your answers down, I want you to select your three values that are important to you. And I want you to ask yourself the following questions. One, do your values make you feel good about yourself? Are you proud of your top three values? Will you be comfortable and proud to tell your values to people you respect and admire? Do this value present things you would support even if your choice isn't popular and puts you in the minority? Answers to these questions will let you know what your value is. We are on a journey to discover ourselves and we say that the first step is self-awareness. And in self-awareness, we are looking at assessing your what, your values. The next thing you are also supposed to assess is that you must assess your emotions. Emotions are difficult to define. And a lot of scientists have identified some emotions. You know, emotional intelligence has been one of the most important skills of the 21st century for personal and professional effectiveness. Emotional intelligence is considered by some to be more significant than intelligent quotient. So, why talk about emotional intelligence in a self-discovery journey? Why discuss emotional intelligence on your road to discover yourself? One, no matter where you are in the world, intelligent control of emotions is difficult. It's very difficult to control your emotions, no matter where you are in the world. Two, in a global community, getting along with people is becoming more important than technical skills. <laughs> One of the most important skills you can develop in your professional life and even building relationships is your ability to get along with people. 
And the third reason why it's important to discuss emotional intelligence and assess your emotions is that the challenges of life demand knowledge of how emotions impact effectiveness. So what is EI? What is emotional intelligence at all? And what is assessing your emotions? One, the ability to understand your emotions and the emotions of others. The ability to know what your emotions are and what other people's emotions are. Two, the ability to manage emotions, both yours and others. And three, the power to use emotions to enhance and not to destroy. That is what assessing your emotions means. So let me give you four keys to building your emotional intelligence as you assess your emotions. One, you must be aware of your emotions and honest about their impact on you and others. Some people have a lot of issues with anger, but they say that they don't have any issue with anger. Some people have issues with pride, with jealousy, with anxiety and all that, and they lie to themselves. But you must be aware of them and be honest with yourself. Be in touch with your emotional states and knowing your strengths and your limitations. Two. To build on your emotional intelligence, you need what we call self-management. Self-management means making your emotions work for you, not against you. And that can be very difficult. That includes keeping distractive emotions under control. Is it anger? How do you respond to situations? Do you get mad easily? Maintaining honesty and integrity at all times. That can be very difficult in a complicated world. When everybody is lying. Well, we have a lot of honest people around. And finally, developing optimism and seeing the positive. I get concerned when I see people who are not able to see the positive in everything. Anything that comes up, they, they see the negative before they see the positive. They see the bad side and their mind never gets the good side. But every crisis has a positive side of it. Everything that happens has a positive side. And sometimes we feel disappointed. I have, I have felt disappointed as a leader on a number of occasions. I have felt betrayed before. People I gave myself to, I gave my time to, I gave my emotions to, I stood with them. They did not stand with me. But all these things have taught me and have made me a better leader. So always see the positive in everything. You are listening to the Journey to Self-Discovery podcast with Chief Moses Bafuewa. relationship management building collaborative and satisfying relations with others that includes natural relationship with significant others no. that includes helping others to succeed and managing conflicts by using communication 
and that can be difficult. I'm telling you, that can be difficult. Just before I came to record this podcast, I was settling an issue with someone who would not understand anything, who would always raise his voice and all that. And I'll tell him that, let us show respect to ourselves. But he will raise his voice and his, he will not understand your point of view. And sometimes it can be very challenging dealing with these people. But we must learn how to manage conflict through communication. And four, social awareness. Understanding and accepting the emotions and perspective of others. And that can also be challenging. So you see, this whole self-awareness thing is not a joke. That is why we call it a journey. And that is why you may have to live on this journey all your life. Because it doesn't come easily. It's not something that you can just pick a book and read or listen to only the first episode or the second episode and just think that you're okay. That is why it's important that you travel with us to the last episode. And understanding and accepting the emotions and perspective of others includes accepting the diversity among people. We all do not come from the same background. We all do not, we all do not come from the same family. We all do not come from the same orientation. Can you accept diversity? Being aware of how organizations work. It has been said that when you go to Rome, do what the Romans do. Sometimes you go to an organization and you want to send your own mindset and everything. Yes, it's important to introduce new things, but you must know how organizations work. It also includes service to others, the community and the world. It includes giving yourself to a cause higher than yourself. It includes being selfless. So this point even buttress the fact that self-discovery is not a selfish ambition. It's not a selfish goal. Because in self-awareness and in self-discovery, you must serve others. And these are the four ways you can increase your emotional intelligence as you assess your emotions. Finally, on emotional intelligence. How do you increase your emotional intelligence as you assess your emotions? One, commit to living with emotional intelligence. Two, identify areas to work on. You see, I want you to do, I want you to do this thing. I want you to write all the emotions you can think of. Do analysis of all the emotions that you can think of. All the emotions. Anger, compassion, happiness, aggressiveness, depression, fear, contentment, enthusiasm, self-doubt, joy, love, bitterness, lust, confidence, guilt, shame, trust, you name it. Do analysis of all the emotions that you have. When you are done doing analysis on it, identify areas that you feel that, as for this area, I must work on it. I remember a year ago, I had an argument with someone that I should not have had that argument with. I said to myself that I will not argue on matters of this nature again. And if I realize that we cannot dialogue in a mutual and respectful way, I'll allow them to win. 
It may sound funny. It may sound not being wise. But sometimes, in losing, you win. And sometimes when you think you are doing something to win, you end up losing. So you must be careful what you do. That is why this subject is very important. Set up a plan for change and put the plan into action. And finally, ask others you trust to help you. Please, this self-discovery journey is not a journey we go alone. It's a journey we go with others. So ask other people who you trust to help you on this journey. When you do that, you will improve your emotional intelligence as you assess your emotions. The third area that you must assess is assess your personality. Your awareness of these behaviors, emotions and values you have lived by all these years of your life and writing them down would help you know the kind of person you are. So if you're wondering who am I, just look at your values, look at your emotions, look at your, your behaviors, look at the things you have entertained over the years. Then we move on to assessing your actions. Your actions are the responses of your thoughts. Writing down some of the actions you have taken over the past years is very, very important. It helps you to review your life. So you see, episode 4 is about work, work, work. You cannot be listening to this podcast without taking your diary and your pen and getting into action. If you want to discover yourself, you have to do a lot of thinking, a lot of reflection, and a lot of writing. Three things. A lot of thinking, a lot of reflection, a lot of writing. So the actions you have taken helps you to know whether you have taken the best actions in the past or not. And that would help you to discover your personality and the world you admire. The next thing you are supposed to assess is that you are supposed to assess your beliefs. Your beliefs are your driving force. They are the convictions that keep you going. Establishing a strong belief for yourself would help you be yourself no matter where you may be. It's so sad that people do not establish strong beliefs. And people do not even have beliefs. So because of that, they change every now and then. Today they say they believe in this. Tomorrow they say they believe in that. Today they believe in this and tomorrow they drop the things, the ideals and the principles that has kept them all their life. They just drop it. Why? They never had a stronger belief. So, I want you also to write your convictions down in your diary. What are my convictions? And how strong am I rooted in my convictions? The next area you are supposed to assess is that you are supposed to assess your strengths. These are the areas you have so much skill and excellence at. You do them with ease and often receive good remarks about them. People say, oh, you are good at this. You are on top of your game. You are so skillful. And people even clap for you anytime you do those things. Assess your strength. 
assessing your strengths, identifying them, and expanding the reach to other parts of the world who go a long way to help you identify how unique and how good you are. And don't tell me that you are not good at anything. Don't tell me that you don't have any strength. Please. I don't agree to that. You have strength, your talent, your gift. This is a thinking session. This is an episode to get you to think. So think, reflect, and write something down. What are some of the things that you did that, that you were proud of yourself? They are your strengths. Assess your weaknesses. In my previous episode, I told you that do not dwell on your weaknesses. And this is true. Do not dwell on your weaknesses. Your weaknesses are your inadequacies. And your weaknesses are what you are often criticized for. Some of the things are true. Some of them are not true. But assess some of the constructive criticisms. Especially from the most important people in your life. Don't go around, you know, taking to heart anything that people who do not like you have said. But assess some of the constructive criticisms you have received from the most important people in your life. Write them down and see how those weaknesses could be turned to strength. So you also have good work to do. This session, remember, is about three things. Thinking, reflecting, writing. And let me add the last thing, taking action. After you are done thinking and reflecting and writing, it doesn't end there. You must take action. The next area I'm supposed to assess is that you must assess your thoughts. Earlier, I said your actions are a response to your thoughts. If that is the case, it means that there is the need to assess your thoughts. Your thoughts, unfortunately, also come as a result of what you give attention to. Thus, to have the right thoughts, you must give attention to the right things. You cannot dream of becoming a president one day and all you pay attention to is entertainment. You have no passion for reading and studying about president. The thoughts you cultivate also show the direction of your life. So if you desire a certain kind of life now, I want you to assess your thoughts and see whether they are pointing in the direction your heart is desiring to be. Once again, I want you to take your, your pen and assess your thoughts. Write down 10 things you have thought about within the last 72 hours. 10 things that you've thought about. Give you an idea of the things you have been thinking about so that you can take action. So rather start thinking about the most important things in life. In assessing your thoughts, once again, you must have an accountability partner. Your assessment to someone you trust to help you and to prompt you anytime you drift off. Have an accountability partner. Have a peer mentor. If you don't have a peer mentor, get a mentor. Start from somewhere. Well, you can start the peer mentor and get a mentor to have discussions with him or her every now and then. So assess your thoughts. And finally, finally, look at your self-image. What is self-image? This is how you see yourself, including your physical appearance. Position in life, 
and who you will be in the future. That is your self-image. It is the vision you carry of yourself. A mental picture you have of yourself and your abilities. It is also the image you have of yourself based on some sad occurrences in your life. It is always important to form a good mental picture of yourself, irrespective of what life presents to you. A child born without hands or legs and other disabilities can choose to keep that mental picture of himself or herself and would always feel disadvantaged. He or she could be grateful for the sight or for something else that turned out right and create a picture about him or herself. Anytime you begin to feel bad about your life, anytime you begin to carry a negative self-image about your own life, I want you to ask yourself, what are also the good things that have happened in my life? What are also the things in my life that I can be grateful for? You are breathing right now. You have the opportunity to listen to this podcast. You even have internet. There is no war in your country right now. You've not experienced an earthquake or an air trauma. You should be grateful for the country that you come from. You may not be from a developed country or you may be in a developed country. All of us must be thankful. A lady who has been raped by someone she trusted can sometimes feel bad and live with that memory all your life. That lady can also say to herself that, well, this was not a good experience, but it's an opportunity for me to help the many people that may go through this experience and make this world a better place. So you see, when you take the journey of assessing yourself in these areas, I don't see why you will not discover yourself. If you do not just listen to this podcast and indeed you go step by step and assess all the areas of your life that I've mentioned, if you assess your values, if you assess your emotions, if you assess your personality, if you assess your actions, if you assess your beliefs, your strengths, your weaknesses, your thoughts, and if you check your self-image, you would be on the journey to self-discovery. So, on this episode, I've shared with you the first step on your journey to self-discovery, which is self-awareness. That's been great coming your way today, and I'm excited to have shared all these interesting things with you. Next week, I'll still be talking about the first step because there are still a lot more things to discuss. Talking about your behaviors and your feelings and their place in self-discoveries, priorities, wants, ideals, and everything. Look, next week is power packed. We are on a journey and you cannot stop in the middle of this journey. Catch you next week. Catch you on the brighter side of life. Send me a personal email and tell me how these sessions have been and tell me how these sessions have been important to you or how these sessions have impacted you. Thank you and see you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, then subscribe.
subscribe to the Journey to Self Discovery podcast with Chief Moses Bafoyua and download the episode. If you have a question or you'd like to raise a concern, then send us an email on jsdpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit www.chiefmoses.org. Thank you again for listening to today's episode and see you in next week's episode.